It's Monday night. It's May 8th. Had trouble reading my computer there. 2023 yeah. and for the 30, 338th consecutive week. A brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show coming your way live on the ISC Sports Network. Live on the ISC Sports Network YouTube channel. Live on the Tan and J-Man Show Facebook page. Live on the ISC Sports Network Twitter page. Also available on all of your favorite audio platforms tomorrow morning. I'm Tanner Lee, alongside my co-host Josh, the J-Man Mont. J-Man, how are we doing on this gloomy spring Monday? It is a little gloomy. Yesterday, it was like summer hot to the point sure. where, oh, man, this, this is already too hot uh, for the J-Man. But yeah, today <laughs> it's a little gloomy. It's only about 60 degrees here, so it feels pretty good today. But uh, finally, we get some spring weather. It was a pretty mild winter, but it seemed like it lasted forever. But uh, now it looks like uh, turning the corner a little bit. Well, I put off my mowing today because mm-hmm. it was it looked like it was supposed to rain, and the rain never came. So now I'm pretty mad at myself. Because yard's starting to look like a field. Ah, not good. Not good. Going to have to hay it. Hay it? You mean bail it? Hay it. It's, it's, it's going it. to hay, I should say. <laughs> hey, you're a poet and didn't even know it. You rhymed there. so. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It's, it's getting a little out of control, but I'll get taken care of. Probably take me tomorrow and Wednesday to to get her all cut down but uh also found a rabbit trying to make a nest in the yard this Uh-oh. afternoon that's not good that's not good did uh good thing you found it before your dog did well he's actually we, we've had a lot of rabbits in the yard lately and he's getting pretty used to them to where and he knows he can't catch them anymore or he's never been able to catch them but he's finally realized he can't catch them so he kind of just stares at them or barks at them but i knew this one wasn't gonna probably leave its nest unless i chased it off just got him inside chased it off looked in the hole it hasn't there's no babies in the hole yet, so I filled the hole up. But I know it's just going to try to make a, a new one somewhere else. Because sure. so, if, if Elway doesn't get them, then I probably will accidentally with the mower. Yeah. And either way, don't want that to happen. So, yeah, that'd be, uh, yeah. that'd be a traumatic event. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. wouldn't be good at all. But uh, good to have you back this week. Good to have you back. Jamin is back, and I got some birdie bogey for you here. All right, and we are all tied up. Uh, did you did you ever listen to last week's question? I did not. What was it? I don't even remember. It was very difficult. <laughs> oh, it was uh, something about the NFL draft. It was number two overall picks, hmm. um, and I had to give three answers, and I did not do well. Um, I don't even remember what it was exactly, but I missed it. But it doesn't count against the record, so this week will. LeBron James is currently top five in total points, rebounds, and assists in NBA postseason history. The last player, or I I should rephrase it, who was the last player to be top five in all three categories in postseason history? That's a really good question. It's a weird question this week. Um, It's been a long time. Um, Before we were born, our parents were born. Okay. Uh, our parents were, they were old enough to uh, remember. I think um, I have a guess, but I'm probably wrong. I will repeat the question. LeBron James is currently top five in total points, rebounds, and assists in NBA postseason history. There is only, or who was the last player to be top five in all three categories? In it's the assist that's getting me. History. I, uh, that's, that's, hmm. Okay. I'm going to give you the kiss of death right now and say, I think you got a pretty good chance. Oh, great. Great. (laughs) Thanks for that. 
You're Thanks welcome. For that. You're welcome. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House, it seems like I should have this memorized by now, but I don't. Uh, has upscale cuisine. I know, I know that's in there. I'm going to bring it up real quick so I don't butcher it like I usually do. Yeah, you left me dry last week. I don't know any of the ear reads off the top of my head, so I had to look them all up. <laughs> um. Arlington Public House has upscale cuisine and cocktails with a casual atmosphere located 703 Main Street in Rochester, Indiana. Monday has turned into wing day, and let me tell you, those wings look good. $2 <laughs> smoked whole wings and $1 off domestic beers every Monday. Um, they did a pretty cool thing over the weekend where um, they put the Kentucky Derby on and uh, had people dress up in their best derby couple contest kind of garb. Uh, fifty dollar gift card to the winner. I don't know who won, but uh, I would like to know who won. Did you watch the derby? Didn't know it was even uh, Saturday until I just saw that. I, uh, I I actually have... tuned in right as it was starting, so I watched the race itself. Um, yeah, that's the only time I would ever tune in. Is like, tell me like a minute before it starts, right? And I'll watch it. But uh, I don't need all that pregame nonsense. Oh, there's there's yeah, there's five hours of pre race coverage. And then about half an hour to an hour of post-race coverage. But uh, yeah. exciting I will, race. Um, I will uh, never understand the thought process between uh, or about uh, euthanizing horses when they break a leg. I'll never get it. But it sounds like they did it to seven horses uh, this, uh, this past weekend. And I do not like it. Don't no, like it. It's, that's the worst thing about horse racing mm-hmm. is, is just what you spoke on there. Um like every year, I knew at least somebody who went. Um, one of my former college roommates and his wife went. It looked like they had a really good time. They were sure dressed the part. Uh, they were looking pretty dapper in their Kentucky Derby attire. Is that any interest of you ever going to a Derby or, or no? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it a bucket list item, but I, th- I, th- I think it'd be fun to do at least once yeah. uh, just to say you did it. I do too. Um, but uh, it's not something that I'm like, I got to do it. Got to do I it. I do too. I Got to have a mint julep if you go. Have to. Have to. Much, you, much, you much like, like you the, like mint, mint things? I love mint everything. Give me a give me a mint shake, <laughs> shamrock shake, mint chip ice cream. It's my favorite by far. Never Good never stuff. had a mint julep though, so I, I I don't I'm not a big uh, big uh, alcohol guy. So uh, what kind of alcohol is in it? Is it alcohol? I don't even know that. I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna look it up. Uh, yeah, it's a cocktail. Um, let's see what it's got in it. Um, it's a mixed alcoholic drink or cocktail consisting primarily of bourbon, sugar, water, crushed or shaved ice, and fresh mint. Yeah, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. Kind of winning. Looks ref- kinda. looks refreshing. It's it, it's kind of like you have to have a, a pimento cheese sandwich down at the uh, down at the Masters. Is that is that where they do that? Masters? Yep, yep, yep. You got it. Uh, but now we'll see if uh, we'll see if uh, Mage can go on and uh, win the Triple Crown. Uh, who was the last one to do it? It was just a few years ago, right? Yeah, I th- I feel like um, I'm gonna look that up because I feel like a, quite a few horses have done it in, the, in like the last it seems decade. Like, I mean, it took 
what 40 plus years for so so justify um, did it in 2018 american yeah, feral in 2015 before that was affirmed back in 1978 i was gonna say it was like 40 years almost 40 yeah. years there's only been 13 horses to ever do it so that's less than i thought but i think it's just that he had american feral and justify yet two and four years there kind of took some of the uh, it didn't take the prestige away but maybe the Special, I don't know, special specialness yeah. of it, but it's still quite the accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. horses just must uh, be getting faster. <laughs> well, and, and I don't know the odds of this horse. I know he wasn't in the top five, I believe. Mm. So It'd be a it, was, it was the jockey's yeah. first ever uh, derby win. That's always cool when there's a jockey that's been doing it for a long time and they finally win one. Um, any interest in... Uh... Riding horses? I never have. Me either. I would do I it. Know. I would do it, but I never have. I don't even think I'd do it. Really? That thing, I, I would do something that thing would take off on me, and uh, it, it would not end well for me. <laughs> no, it probably wouldn't end up well for me either, but I, I would I, I at least try most things. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I, most I, things I, that don't, aren't food, I guess. I was I, I was gonna say I I did uh, witness you uh, try your first salad at one point. Uh, it wasn't my first salad. <laughs> I've tried many salads. I just don't yeah. like them. Sure looked like it was your first time. Well, salad. that's fair. That's fair enough. That's fair. That's fair. But all right, uh, what do you want to talk about tonight? To start off the show. It's it's up to you. I'm an open <laughs> book. I I do not care. Well, it's a pretty blank slate right now around the sports world. I mean, you do have NBA and NHL playoffs going on. Of course, we got baseball going on and golf. But let's start with the NBA playoffs. Um, I have watched a little bit of that. Um, it was with the most recent game last night between the Phoenix Suns and Denver Nuggets. Suns got game four at home. So it's now two games apiece tied. Series heading back to Denver for game five. So now it's the best of three series. I think this is the most entertaining series. Um, I think these are two really good teams, two teams who have a good chance to win it all. Um, and there's a little drama last night with the Joker and the Suns owner. Um, yeah, but um, so, I mean, I mean, the Joker puts up 53 points and they don't win the game no. last night. Yeah, that's uh, is that the most points ever in a postseason loss? It's up there. It's got to be. It's gotta, let's, um, let's look it up. As, as for that stupid push, he he probably shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. Shouldn't have been near the owner. Um, and I I, I think at, at the time I I'm sure Michael Jordan sixty three in game two of the nineteen eighty six first round against the Celtics. Did not realize they lost that one. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm sure at the time he didn't know it was the owner of right. the Phoenix Suns. Doesn't make it any better. No. But, um, it 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 was. Quite the flop. Quite, yes, quite, it was. Quite the acting job. And just give the guy the basketball. Yeah, just give him the basketball. I mean, geez, they want to they want to get in bounds. They want to run. And um, yeah, I, yeah, um, yeah. He, yeah, I, I, and and he deserved the technical for it. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was just one of those things. We see that stuff happen in the NBA. It feels like fans are getting involved in, <laughs> and afterwards, I thought it was funny, Jokic. Uh, called called him a fan. Yeah. Um. Not. Uh, oh, he knows. He knows he, who he is. He, he probably knew. Um. But 
yeah, just it, just stay away. Yep. And um, yeah. And trust me, if you're the uh, son's owner, you don't want to get the Jokic brothers involved either. They're scary oh, dudes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They're uh, scary dudes. <laughs> yeah. What, what was, was that last year they were kind of getting into it? Was it then that? I think it was about two years ago. Okay. But who was that player? Yeah. Um, I don't remember now. It was a big guy because, oh, who was it? it was, yeah. I remember Jokic. Because he pushed him in the back, and yes, I don't remember who it was. It, it was hmm. definitely a postseason too. Yeah, um, but they're scary dudes, scary Serbian dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't so I would not want to mess with them. That we'll see what happens. I still like the Nuggets' chances, just because in the NBA playoffs, I like the home team, of course, more times than I do the road team. Um. um. At the same time, though, Devin Booker is having an insane postseason. He's probably been the best player in the postseason. Yes. Um, in the NBA, um, outside of Jimmy Butler's had a really good one as well. But then you add a Kevin Durant to that. Um, it's good. It's going to be tough uh, for Denver to sure. uh, to uh, finish it off. As you said, it's two two uh, right now, and I I I think that would go seven. You know, one thing my dad brought up last week, which I don't think it's talked about enough around NBA circles, is. Denver's home court advantage in the NBA compared to every other team with the high altitude. Altitude, yeah. Um, you know, of course, it gets talked about in football a lot. Mm. It's talked about in baseball for other reasons. Um, but I feel like it doesn't get talked about in basketball nearly enough. I, I will say the one opposing team that could um, it could not affect as much is Phoenix. Yeah, uh, because they are almost two thousand feet above sea level as well. It's obviously not a, a mile above sea level, right. but um, they also deal with high altitude. And I've actually um, been a victim of, <laughs> of high altitude sickness when I was in Phoenix, and it was not fun. Um, but uh, if if any opposing team can handle it, it would be the Phoenix Suns. I did see. Uh, I've, I've seen Thad Mooney who's one of our sponsors of Moody Woodcrafts. He's been commenting on Facebook over here. He said MJ had 65 in the loss. We did we did mention that. And back to your horse horses and breaking legs. He says a horse leg doesn't recover right after a leg break. That's why they have to put them down. Did not know that. I didn't either. So Not a horse guy. Nope, but that's too bad. We learned something, though, tonight. Um other series, we got the Lakers and the Warriors. Um, Lakers are up, was it two game, two to one, two to one in that series? Yeah, that right? uh, they uh, they really took it to Golden State the other night too. Um, that's another one that feels like it could go seven as well. Um, the Lakers have kind of, I mean, they for, Lakers are really, Lakers are uh, at home tonight. They got a big chance to go up three yeah. one. Yeah, that that was a pivotal game three. Most most game threes are pretty pivotal. Uh, but Lakers looked dead in the water in like January, and then they just kind of turned it yep. on. And um, they're a real scary team right now. Obviously, when you have LeBron, it's going to be scary. But their uh, acquisitions at the deadline, picking up Rui Achimori and uh, D'Angelo Russell, too. Didn't they pick him yes. up? Yes. He had a good um, game the other night. It's, yeah, it's been huge for them. It's kind of turned their season around. And now they are uh, – obviously, there's only four teams left in the uh, West, but they're one of the top four teams in the West now. Yeah. Um in, in that series is probably the most watched series, I'd say, oh, from a rating sure. standpoint. Yeah. But, man, I, I don't like the Lakers. Um, I don't know too many people that do um, just because they win all the time, mm-hmm. historically. And the Warriors, I have Warrior Fatigue. So um, 
I'm definitely rooting for whoever comes out of the Denver Phoenix series. Uh, yeah, this this is almost nine years running of this Golden State dynasty. It's, yeah, it's getting a little old. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And switching gears to the East, I'm surprised right now that Philadelphia is holding their own. They won by one point yesterday in overtime, so they and Boston are tied at two games apiece. And then you got the 18 Miami Heat up two games to one on the Knicks. A chance to go up three games to one tonight at home. Yeah, um, the Heat are a different eight seed um, because well, like the Lakers are a different seven. Exactly. Um, Jimmy Butler's having an unbelievable postseason. Uh, Bam's good. Um, and they're they're doing it without Tyler Hero too. I believe he's still out because he yes, broke, he is. Broke his thumb, broke his hand, whatever. Um, and they were fortunate enough to uh, they've they, they've been pretty fortunate for uh, so far with Giannis missing a couple games in that series, which that helps them out. Uh, and then facing a Knicks team that uh, is good, but I don't think anyone overly fears. Um, but uh, yeah, I I actually think the Heat uh, Heat get that one done. Has an eight seed ever been to the uh, conference finals? Uh, I don't know about conference finals. I know they've never been to the NBA finals. Yeah, I can't imagine they've ever been to a conference final either. Yeah, that's pretty difficult. You usually only see them win one round, maybe uh, one round, and for years they didn't even do that. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, and then as as far as the other series go, um, did Embiid play yesterday? Uh, let me check the box score. Um, I wasn't sure if he played. I know James Harden had a really good game. Um, Embiid, yes, he did. He played 46 he? minutes, oh, okay. 34 points, 13 rebounds. But Harden had 42 points. Pretty good game. Yeah. Um, that went to overtime, I believe. Yep, and, and uh, the Harden, six was one by one. Harden hit a big shot late in overtime to uh, to uh, get that one. But, yeah. Um, Marcus Smart actually hit a game winner, but he didn't get off in time. Oh, really? I didn't mm-hmm. even see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, all all four series left. Uh, it feels like all four could go seven, right? Um, it, it just kind of feels that way. And with uh, uh, the Sixers winning yesterday, um, obviously game fours are huge as well because one team's going to be up two to one going into that one. It's just uh, to uh, be able to tie it. I mean, they're they're right there. It's interesting because each story, each matchup has a storyline. Like I said, you got the. Superstar matchup of the mm-hmm. in the in the historical and recent success Warriors Lakers. You got the two teams that have had a lot of success but can never do it. Suns Nuggets. I know the Suns didn't make the NBA Finals two years ago. But Nuggets never have. And you got East Coast cities. Just depending on who you ask, people can't stand the city, the the fans of the city, Boston mm-hmm. and Philadelphia. And then you got the Heat, the Knicks. Knicks fans don't know what to do because they haven't had this much success since the 90s. So they're acting like they won the NBA Finals already. Then you have the Heat that have won a bunch over the last decade, or going back 15 years, but a lot of that cast isn't there anymore except the coach. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's an it's an interesting um, collection of teams left and uh, rooting for new blood. Who 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 are you picking out of every series as of today on May 8th? I am picking the Suns, Lakers. I'll go Nuggets, Lakers. Uh, Boston, Miami. Yep, I'm right there too. Yeah. Even though I, I did pick the Knicks, I think I think the Knicks get done tonight. I don't know why. Um, it's four and a half point spread in favor of the Heat, but I just have a weird feeling they pick one up on the road, and make it interesting tonight. But I think Game One is going to come back and bite them. They were up double digits in the fourth, if you remember right. Yeah, at home Mass Square Garden, they blew it. I think mm-hmm. that's going to end up biting them. We'll see. Yep. 
Got to protect home court in the playoffs. It's pretty, uh, pretty cliche to say, but uh, you got to do it. We will see other NBA news. Uh, we'll find out later this month. College players um, who are pulling their names out, who are keeping their names in. Mm-hmm. I know around the Big Ten, Boo Booey, Northwestern today, pulled his name out, returned to Northwestern, no shock there. Um, haven't heard anything else about any Big Ten guys lately. Mm-mm. I haven't heard anything. Uh, but, of course, workouts haven't happened yet. Combine hasn't happened yet. But it'll be upcoming, and then the ping pong lottery should be coming up. Ball lottery should be draft yeah. lottery. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Let's see if I can find a date for that. Uh, it is on the 16th, next okay. Tuesday. Week from tomorrow. Next cool. Tuesday. And let's see the, let's see the betting odds. Detroit, yes. Um, and the Detroit's one, Rockets two, Spurs three, Hornets four, Blazers five, Magic six, Pacers seven, Wizards eight, Jazz nine, Mavericks ten, Bulls eleven, Thunder twelve, Raptors thirteen, and Pelicans fourteen. And the winner of that uh, draft lottery will uh, be taking Victor Wembanyama, whatever his name is, um, seven crack four. Um, calling him the best draft prospect in NBA history. So that's quite no the pressure. pressure. Yeah, geez, <laughs> that doesn't turn out very well usually yeah. for uh, guys that have that put on them. But it turned out fine for LeBron James. Yeah, it did. but it did. any any more thoughts about the NBA or NBA playoffs or anything NBA related? Nope, I do not. Well, I got a word association segment which is NBA related. It's NBA Beautiful. playoff related we're going to talk about guys who have had good playoff performances off the bench mm. whether that be in a game or a series um, throughout nba history we have these lists from two different websites we'll start with uh, nate robinson who had a heck of a game four oh, for the man. bulls back in 2013 against the nets 23 point fourth quarter yeah short fella um dunk contest winner though uh two times fun. right yeah yeah a couple times uh, fun, fun to watch. He's, he's a spark plug off the bench. Goran Dragic, game three for the Suns in the 2010 conference semifinals against the Spurs. He's he's still hanging around. I think he's with Milwaukee. He was a Chicago Bull um, to start the year, and then uh, I think they allowed him his release so he could go play um, for a better team. And of course, that better team ends up getting beat. But uh, good lefty point guard has been around for a long time. Yeah, he's uh he used to be fun to play with on NBA 2K. Probably not so much anymore, but um, was at one time. Uh, Tyler Hero, he had a heck of a game four in the bubble year in the conference finals against Boston. He put up 37 points. Yeah, um, from Wisconsin, I remember we went to Kentucky and uh, had a good good year at Kentucky. And I don't think many people thought he'd uh, turn into this kind of player in the NBA. I thought they thought they thought he'd be good, but uh, he's turned into. Uh, to uh, one of the better shooting guards in the NBA. Yep, and uh, like we mentioned earlier, the Heat are playing without him. So, uh, Vinny Johnson of the Pistons, he had a heck of a game four in the 1985 conference semifinals against the Celtics, nicknamed the Microwave. Um, I've heard of Vinny Johnson before. Uh, did not know he was with the Pistons, but uh, he was obviously on those bad boy teams, right? Yep. He made 16 of 21 shots from the field. That, Man, that that's good he outscored day. the Celtics by himself, twenty-two to twelve, uh, on on a run late in the game. Wow! 
And Detroit needed it. They only won by three, 102 to 99. Nick the Quick Van Exel had a good game three for oh, the Mavericks man. in the 2003 conference semifinals against the Kings. I remember Nick Van Exel. Where did he play Cosmo? Was he Utah? Was he Utah Ute? Why did I think he was Florida State? But not Sam Cassell. That was Sam Cassell. That was Florida State. Van Exel. Let's see. He had 40 this game three that I'm talking about. I remember, yeah, I remember old Nicky Van Exel. Uh, he, uh, he actually he went to Trinity, Trinity Valley Community College, then Cincinnati. I was way off. <laughs> I um, thought you were spot on because you're really good at that. Who am I thinking of that went to Utah? I'm thinking of somebody that went to Utah. Are you thinking um, of Andre Miller? No, I no? wasn't thinking him. But, um, yeah, I mean, Nick Van Exel was pretty good back in the early 2000s. Yeah, he played for a lot of different teams. Played for the Nuggets. Yeah, he, um, he was a Sixer at one time. Might have been a Sixer. I know he was a Laker. Mm-hmm. Um, the Maverick was the end of his career. Um, let's and now uh, I'll get away from game performances. I'll talk about ten guys on Bleacher Report. This is this is back at this is this, this uh, list is a decade old. <laughs> let's talk about guys who had good series. Uh, Ray Allen for the Miami Heat. Ray Allen, one of the best shooters of all time. Um, I think the best shooter of all time is probably Steph Curry. But uh, old Ray, he uh, he and Garnett kind of teamed up with Pierce and became the, and we've talked about this before, it became kind of the first kind of super team. Uh, but, he, I mean, he, he, was, he was really good with uh, Milwaukee as well. This list was actually, excuse me, this list was 10 guys that year they thought could make a difference. In huh. the playoffs for that team, but we'll we'll, we'll go over these guys anyways because it's an interesting list. Number ten is Carl Landry. Carl he was, Landry. He was averaging sixteen point eight points, nine point two rebounds, one point three assists per thirty six minutes. He was pretty good with Houston. Uh, yes. Second round pick, obviously went to Purdue. Uh, he was drafted by Sonics. Was he now? And he was yeah, traded to the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Torres ACL was that his junior year, or, uh, going into his senior year, something like that. Last regular back. season game of his junior year. Ah, and he uh, had a really good senior year. Yep, Kevin Martin. He had the weirdest shot, one of the weirdest shots in NBA history. It was I, I can't even explain. It. I mean, we thought Sean Marion's shot was weird, but this was somehow even uh, stranger. But it, hey, it, it got the job done out of uh, Western Carolina, I believe. Um, had a had a good long NBA career. It was shocking. One of my favorite NBA players, Manu Ginobili. Manu Hall, Hall is he in the Hall of Fame yet? I assume he's. In I don't the Hall of Fame. think he, he is. Yeah, because Tony this? Parker just got in this year. Hmm. Um, um, one yeah. of the probably the greatest sixth man of all time. Um, what a I I don't even know why they had him come off the bench. To be honest, it was kind of pointless. But uh, uh, legendary. Six man. They 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 really should name the sixth man award after him. The man. The Manu. The Manu. Just the Manu. Not even Manu. Just the Manu. He's also a very talented um, bat hunter. As he. Uh, yes, I forgot multiple about times. That. Multiple times has uh, caught bats. Must be an Argentinian thing. Must be. Um, Jeff Green. He's still hanging around too. They call him Pops, I believe. <laughs> um, who, who's he with? Um, he was this year in 2013. He was with the Celtics. I don't know where he is now. He is in the playoffs right now. Um, still, I don't know. I'm pretty sure anyway. And uh, I just saw a video clip that somebody was mic'd up. And <laughs> it was some young. It was some young rookie was mic'd up, 
and um, Jeff Green comes to the bench and goes, hey, you're in my seat or something like that. And the guy goes, sorry, Dad. <laughs> Speaking of Dad and old players, uh, Thad Mooney uh, comment, don't forget that he have father time on their bench, Udonis Haslam. That's right. That's right, they do. <laughs> what is he, like 42? <laughs> yeah, I think this is finally his last year. Uh, another good one on this list. Uh, he was a fan favorite of one of our good friends, Evan Webb. Jeff Green's Ta- with the Nuggets. Jeff Green's with the Nuggets. Couldn't have told you that. Uh, Taj Gibson. Taj. Um, out of USC. He was, he was a good boy. I think he's still hanging around, too. Probably playing with Tibbs um, somewhere. Uh, where is Tibbs? Tibbs in New York. He's still in New York. Yeah. Um, yeah, Taj had a really good long NBA career. Uh, first round pick. I remember he was with those good Bulls teams in the early 2010s that uh, went to the conference championship games. Andre Miller. There's a Utah U for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, he had a long NBA career as well. He was a, he was a point guard that wasn't much of a shooter whatsoever, but great passer, great distributor, um, played for a bunch of teams as well. And uh, was pretty good for a bunch of teams. Here's a guy that was a really good sixth man, won sixth man of the year, I think multiple times, Jamal Crawford. Yeah, one of the best uh, ball-handling guards uh, in the NBA in his time. Uh, I think he was one and done at Michigan. He was, yes. He, um, I mean, he he played for a long time, up until like maybe 2020, 2021, something like that. So he's in the league probably 15, 16 years or so. My first Purdue basketball game I ever went to, uh, Jamal Crawford-led Michigan Wolverine team, came in and beat uh, Purdue in double overtime. Yeah. Yep. It's a pretty good first game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, and that Purdue team went on to make the lead eight that year. Um, Jared Jack. Oh, man, at Georgia Tech. Completely forgot about him. He had a long – I mean, all these guys had long NBA careers. Uh, but, I mean, he was a starter. He came off the bench. Uh, really good point guard. Solid point guard. And lastly, here's a guy who's won the sixth man of the year. Um, he played for a lot of teams. And he's uh, played some collegiate golf. J.R. Smith. JR. Um, he is most known for grabbing that offensive rebound in a tie game off of a uh, missed free throw in the 2016 NBA Finals. And instead of just going right up with it with about two and a half seconds left, he dribbled it, <laughs> dribbled it out thinking they had a lead. And LeBron's kind of looking at him like, what are you doing? Oh, I know. I'm, I'll never forget LeBron's reaction. He literally has yeah. his, what are you doing? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Cleveland ends up winning the series anyway. But uh, that was probably what JR is most known for. Uh, for whatever reason, I used to have a recording of, I want to say it was the 2004 slam dunk contest. And JR Smith was a rookie and he was in it. Um, him and Birdman, Chris Anderson. I remember that season. one. Josh Smith, I think he was in it as yeah. well, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I, I watched it a bunch too. I liked it when I was in middle school, clearly. I I always liked the dunk contest back in the day, but yeah. now I don't. No. Don't well, it's not I don't know, last time I watched it. It's not must see TV for me, I should yeah. say. So um, and that's gonna do it for this week's word association list, which is brought to you by like it is every week. Perform a print to promo group if you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting. Proforma Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. 
They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs, so you need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call today at 574-210-3815. Or if you'd rather email her, you can email her at barbara.vanweinsberg at proforma.com. The NFL schedule is being released on Thursday and a couple changes to the schedule this season, according to Adam Schefter. The NFL will have a Black Friday game for the first time ever. I like that one. That'll be an NFC's matchup. Book it. Yeah, book it. Uh, Games don't necessarily belong to networks anymore. All games are free agents uh, for years when we were growing up, and it's kind of changed over the past three or four years. The AFC was going to be on CBS. The NFC was going to be on uh, Fox, and if – an NFC team was playing on the road at an AFC team that was going to be on Fox. And if an AFC team was playing on the road at an NF- NFC team, it was going to be on uh, CBS. But uh, sounds like no more. Uh, CBS was predicting some big-time matchups today. Mm. And uh, they're predicting that season opener. What would you th- What would you predict season opener is? Season opener. Um... Well, of course, it's got the Eagles in it. Cause, or not the Eagles, excuse me, Chiefs. the Chiefs. Um, do the Bills play in Kansas City? I'm sure they do, but that's not their predicting season. They opener. probably play Kansas City, but it might be in Buffalo. So that's probably not going to be. Um, I don't know. I kind of gave it away by my misreading there. Eagles, Eagles, Chiefs rematch. Oh, oh that makes sense. Is, yeah. is what they're predicting. Um, how about the Sunday night season opener? This wouldn't shock me at all if it's something like this. Sunday nighter. Uh, I don't know who plays who. Do the uh, Packers and Jets play? That'd be I, I don't think they do, but they do have the Jets in the Sunday night opener predicting. Against the Bills? Against the Patriots. Oh, why? <laughs> I don't know. That's stupid. I don't know. That would be stupid. Uh, teams can be on Thursday night football twice. Stupid. It's because uh, it's because the Patriots have beat them set fourteen straight second matchups, so maybe they want Rogers' debut. See if he can take down the Patriots. I don't know. Not all teams are guaranteed to have a primetime spot. The Patriots are one that doesn't do not deserve to have a primetime spot, but they will. Uh, but they will have multiple. I bet it'll make me uh, very angry. The Monday night opener, of course, two games. Um, I could see these both happening. Um. One's an AFC AFC matchup. One's NFC NFC. Just to let you know. Don't know. Bengals Bills Niners Cowboys. See that? See that? Uh, how about the- see something like Dolphins Bills as well? Because those were three really good games last year. How about the uh, triple header on Thanksgiving? Um, I don't know who plays the Lions Cow or Cowboys. <laughs> I'm supposed to know. Who's going to be on Thanksgiving? Well, uh, well uh, the Lions, they, they, they think the Lions Packers. Um, yeah. Cowboys, Jets. Yeah, That's Jets are going to get prime time all over the place. Gosh, and Ravens, Steelers. Seems like they're on Thursday night all the time. In the, in, in the Black Friday game predictions, Giants, Eagles. Ugh. And the Christmas Day, Monday night predictions, Chiefs, Bills. Ugh. And the international series prediction is Chiefs, Bears, and Germany. That's already set. Um, Patriots, Saints, and Germany. London, they're guessing the Jaguars versus Panthers, Bills versus Raiders, Titans versus Seahawks. Mm. So there we have it. Jacksonville might just might as well just move to London. They play there about four <laughs> times a year, it feels like. The fans finally showed up when they had a playoff game last year. 
Yeah, well, oh, that division's going to be atrocious. So they're probably going to win it. It, it is, but I think it's going to be good in about three years. I know Should. we're not three years in the future, but. Should. Should. So they, all, they all have, uh, besides Jacksonville, they all have uh, quarterbacks of the future this year. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I assume Bryce, Bryce uh, Young's going to start right away. Who knows about Richardson? Uh, I mean, CJ Stroud for the Texans. CJ Stroud, I mean. But Bryce Young um, probably start right away for the Panthers. He, so. he probably will for yeah. Carolina. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, else. If you want to be educated here before we talk some baseball, you know I always need it. On this day in. Um, a lot of horse racing. <laughs> A lot of Kentucky Derby. There's some Preakness as well. Um, a f- on this day in 1926, a fire broke out in Fenway Park. Not good. Obviously, Hope nobody was hurt. Did not burn to the ground as it is uh, still standing. Who won the 1967 Kentucky Derby? Or, sorry. The 63rd Kentucky Derby in 1937. Charlie Secretariat? Kirchner. Okay. <laughs> Charlie Kurtzinger on War War Admiral. You could have gave me 2,000 guesses. At least 2,000 guesses. <laughs> um, on this day in... Nineteen sixty seven, Muhammad Ali is indicted for refusing induction into the U.S. Army. I knew that happened, but I couldn't have told you when. Mm. Who won the nineteen seventy NBA championship? 70. Well, let's go Celtics. Um, looks like the New York Knicks beat the the way this is worded is confusing because it says 1970 24th NBA championship. New York Knicks beat the LA Lakers 113 to 91 at Madison Square Garden. Uh, but then the line right below says 1970 NBA championship. Knicks beat the Lakers 113 to 99. So. <laughs> All well, we Knicks, know is Knicks New, beat the Lakers. New York Knicks beat the uh, beat the Lakers. You know we could get that finals matchup this year. That'd be we pretty insuff- insufferable. Yeah. Oh, that'd be brutal. Two miserable fan bases, um, in miserable markets too. Uh, that yeah, that would be awful. Uh, on this day in 1973, Ernie Banks fills in for Cubs manager Whitey Lockman, who was ejected during the game and uh, technically becomes baseball's first African American manager. Interesting. I didn't know yeah. that. I don't think that's counted um, because it was a mid-game thing, but uh, still cool. Mm-hmm. Um, on this day in uh, nineteen eighty-eight, amateur referees work the New York uh, the the New Jersey Devil Boston Bruin playoff game as NHL referees walk off due to a restraining order brought by the Devils. I wonder what happened. I might have to Google that. I have never heard of that one before. I'm Googling it. 1988. Devils restraining against uh, NHL refs. Order refs. You can keep moving. I'll. uh... On this day in 1988, Mike Tyson once again uh, crashed his $183,000 Bentley in New York City. It's an expensive, uh, expensive uh, car wreck there. On this day in 
2010, the last piece of Yankee Stadium falls in the Bronx, marking the end of a two-year demolition process. Um, One more here. Who was the number one overall pick in the 2014 NFL Draft? 2014. I'll even say, in my opinion, he's been a draft bust. 2014. Why am I? Why can I not think of 2014? I'm usually really good at these. Was that? Uh, no, no, it wasn't him. Number one pick, right? Yep. Is that Jadavian Clowney? It was Jadavian Clowney. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. I about said Miles Garrett on accident. No, Miles Garrett's not a draft bust. Um, I'm reading on this thing. It, it, it looks like the. Devil's coach and the uh, one of the refs got into it the night mm-hmm. before, and it got caught on tape by a WABC <laughs> cameraman. And yeah. then after the and, and the league was going to suspend the coach, and after complaining and whining to the league, the league allowed um, sh- uh, the the coach to coach. And when the referee and the linesman got wind of the court ruling, they refused to work the game. Oh. I don't know where the restraining order. I don't know where that came in, but yeah. Maybe on this day is uh, messing with us a little bit. This is a long article. I don't want to read it all. It's on (laughs) NHL.com. Yeah. That'll do it. And that is the oddest day for sporting events that have happened on May 8th throughout the history of time. It's brought to you by, like it is every week, Moody Woodcrafts. Moody Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated woodcraft shop based out of North Carolina with Indiana grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs, and their pieces are a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. You can see some of their recently completed projects by visiting them on Facebook or Instagram at Mooney Woodcrafts. And if you let them know the Tan and J-Man show sent you, you get 15% off your order. Get your sign orders in. Yes, sir. Baseball. Baseball. Is happening um, around the league. We got the Tampa Bay Rays are still lighting it up. They are 28-7. and seven. Um, They came back from... Six runs down to beat the New York Yankees yesterday. Uh, the Yankees find themselves in last place in the AL East and 10 games out. Uh, a lot of season left, but um, that division is loaded, though. Every single team in the I heard you. I heard you. I is, heard you. Uh, is over 500. Uh, you know, I was telling somebody the other day I could make the injury excuse, but when you have a payroll as high as the Yankees, can't use that excuse. Can't use that excuse. Uh, the NL Central, Pittsburgh. Uh, Pirates have kind of fallen by the wayside, and they're a half game up on the Milwaukee Brewers. Cubs are two and a half out. Uh, Reds five and a half, and uh, Cardinals have uh, the worst record in the National League by a wide margin right now. It's worse uh, than the Rockies. Yeah, Rockies. Uh, Rockies are terrible, but it's not as bad as the St. Louis Cardinals, and it seems like it's getting worse for the Cardinals um, as their uh, eighty million dollar catcher. Uh, Wilson Contreras, they have demoted him to a DH duty only because he's not uh, being very uh, playing very well defensively. Uh, his preparation sounds like it's not very good. And uh, the manager and GM kind of called him out on it. So things are not good there in uh, St. Louis. However, they're stupid talented, and uh, the Cubs have them for three starting tonight in Wrigley. And um, 
Cardinals are due. That 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 is that is how my brain works. Um, the Cardinals are very due to uh, kind of turn things around, and I'm very nervous and expecting that to happen this week uh, against the Cubs. Cardinals have lost every single game opener of a series so far this year. I think that's 12 series they've played, and they've lost the opener every single time. Um, so once again, they are due to, <laughs> to win a series opener. Let, let's see what uh, Josh the J-Man has been tweeting about the Cubs lately. I haven't uh, checked I haven't, this in a while. No, I haven't. I don't tweet as much as I used to. It's it's not as fun as it used to. Um, I tweet maybe once or twice a game if I'm if I want to. Um, you tweeted three times yesterday. That's that's about yeah. All. Nice comeback. Let's win, Cubs. Not, not a fan of Trey Mancini, Mancini. and not. you can you can take Tucker Barnhart out of the Reds, but you can't take the Reds out of Tucker Barnhart. <laughs> that, that, that that's a pretty good. One. Um, <laughs> in games, Tucker Barnhart has started this year. I think I saw they were four and 13 or something like that. 13 of their 17 losses have come with uh, Tucker Barnhart behind the play. He's hitting a buck 80, uh, defensively he hasn't been good either. Uh, but, uh, Cubs are hanging in there 17 and 17. It was, it was a rough week for him though. Uh, this is their easy part of the schedule, uh, starting last Friday, really against the, uh, Miami Marlins in Miami, they get swept in Miami, and then they lose four, uh, three of four to the really bad Washington Nationals. That's like playing the 2012 Chicago Cubs, and they lost three of four. And then they uh, they took two of three um, against the Marlins. But uh, you look at the Cubs' schedule coming up, they have St. Louis for three, then they have at Minnesota, they have at Houston, they have at Philadelphia, they have Tampa Bay coming up. Um, it's, it's, it's a brutal schedule. Uh, and they needed to take care of uh, business against the Marlins and Nationals, and they didn't. You had some pretty good ones on May third. Um, huh? You're on, you're on Jed's case a little bit. Uh, yeah, Jed pisses me off. Enough enough with Eric <laughs> Eric Eric uh, Hosmer, Hosmer Hosmer Jed. Um, you said you know what would help this offense score Matt Mervis and Chris Morale. Uh, it was fun while it lasted. It's very evident Jed did care enough to provide this team with uh-huh. a spark. Good work, Osmere Fireman to the sun. I am no longer having fun watching the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, uh, Jed clearly heard my tweets, uh, looked at my tweets as Matt Mervis was called up for Friday's the game. He's day, been yeah. up. Uh, and then Chris Morrell got called up today. So uh, he was clearly, clearly reading my tweets. Chris Morrell has literally been the best hitter in the minor leagues um, this year, according to many, I have pr- pretty much every metric. Uh, so it's nice to have him up. And uh, Matt Mervis just adds – some absolute thump to that first base spot they haven't had since they traded Rizzo away uh, two years ago. He hit 35 homers in AAA or between single, double, and AAA last year, and he's been on a tear to start the year. So um, that will help them score more runs. They're still pitching pretty well. Bullpen is major concern, in my opinion. Uh, the two guys they signed to be the back end of the bullpen have been, for the most part, pretty bad um, in Brad Boxberger and um, – why am I struggling to think of his name, Michael Fulmer? Um, but start starting rotation has been great. Justin Steele has turned into one of the best uh, starting pitchers in all of baseball as a 1.4-something ERA. He has been absolutely fantastic. Marcus Stroman is on the bump tonight, so uh, hopefully he can uh, have a good one to start the uh, Cardinal series. You need a new uh, cover photo on your Twitter. What is it? You got an old a picture of an old Illini team: Carbello, Frazier, Williams, the Sumo, and uh, Georgie. I do, I do. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I didn't even realize that. I, I love that team. Yeah, it's a good photo. Team. Good photo. But. Got beat. Uh, but uh, see uh, some of my tweets that were favorite. I've, I only liked one tweet this week. Um, <laughs> but can you name me the worst hitter in Major League Baseball right now by uh, weighted runs created plus, which is kind of the measure people make um, or, or pe- people use to quantify hitters. It, it involves like uh, ballpark factors. Uh, the pitchers they faced, all sorts of stuff. Charlie Blackman. 130 plate appearances. He is not. Um, no, I just threw out a guess. He, I, I have 10, 10. Yeah, 10 guys here, and he is not one of the 10. Oh. Should um, I know this? I mean, you you know the player, yeah. but I don't know if you know I, that he has been, because I didn't know he was the worst hitter in all of baseball so far this year. Jose Abreu. Oh, with for the, the Astros. Uh, Houston Astros. I don't think he has hit a single homer so far. Um, he has been 52% below league average hitter. Um, some other names on this list that are kind of um, surprising. George Springer has been the third worst hitter in uh, Major League Baseball. And um, Nolan Arenado has been the seventh worst hitter. In oh, League yeah. My, uh, my, Twitter, um, my Twitter feed's loving that. Trust me. He's been, he's been bad for St. Louis. But, again, scary guy. And I'm scared that this week is going to be the week that they just take off. But, yeah. Uh, Wilson Contreras back in uh, Wrigley Field for the first time. He is DHing tonight. Um, it'll be interesting to see the kind of reception he gets. I think it'll be a mixture. Of, so I was going to uh, say mixed reception. Yeah, a mixture of some cheers and boos. Honestly, he should probably get a standing ovation. Won a World Series, gave yeah. his heart and soul, and then he made some stupid comments and he he kind of apologized today uh, for some of his comments. He didn't mean to uh, offend the fan base. He loved the fans, but. Uh, I'm I'm sure some people will boo, some people will cheer. Um, it will be weird seeing. I haven't watched Cardinals at all this year. Um, it'll be weird seeing him in a uh, St. Louis Cardinals uh, uniform, especially that red after wearing blue his entire career. Um, but uh, yeah, elsewhere around baseball, Dodgers are kind of heating up a little bit. They now have a game and a half lead in the West. Uh, the Padres, Dodgers have turned into one of the best rivalries in the National League. Uh, Atlanta Braves running away with the NL East already. They're seven games up on the Mets. Mets are in a free fall. I love it. I love um, it. <laughs> the Marlins are hanging in there, but they can't score runs. They have really good pitching, though. Phillies have been bad. Nationals are bad. Um, the Texas Rangers are still playing well in the uh, AOS for 20 and 13. Angels are hanging in there. Um, Houston Astros, Mariners right there as well. And then you have the Oakland A's 13 games out. They are 8 and 27. Just um, move. It sounds like they're uh, they're definitely planning on moving uh, to Vegas. I mean that this is a team. I don't know what they're on pace for uh, to win uh, games wise this year, but uh, their run differential is already at minus one twenty four through thirty five games. Um, this is a team that I really think is going to struggle winning forty. And I, I'm not even being <laughs> not even trying to be funny or hyperbolic. I really think this team's going to struggle winning forty games and will be one of the worst teams in history, uh, definitely of our lifetime. Um, AL Central's kind of terrible. Uh, the Twins are 19-16. and 16. They're winning that division. Cleveland's bad. Uh, Cleveland's okay. Uh, Detroit's actually bounced back a little bit, and they're just three games under 500. White Sox are bad, but they're only seven out because that division's terrible. Uh, Royals are 9-26. and 26. But um, as, as I said, the AL East is loaded. Baltimore's 10 games over 500. Blue Jays 7 over. Uh, Red Sox have been kind of uh surprising so far there's six games over 500 but uh 
going back to the Cubs a little bit. Um, I've got to make a book it prediction, and uh, this will be the J-Man's book it prediction of the week. Um, I just I have a real bad feeling about the St. Louis card. I'm, I'm doing a little bit of reverse psychology, as I usually do. But I think the Cardinals take at least two or three against the Cubs, including uh, winning tonight uh, to get their first series opening victory of the season. I, I just I just have one of those feelings, and usually it's the exact opposite. And I'm hoping it's the exact opposite. Um, but uh, J-Man's Book of British Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, business, renters, workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Book it. Um, it's interesting. I'm on their baseball reference uh, page. And I'm on the schedule, and I'm looking. It, it tells you how long each game has been this year, and there has only been one, two Cubs games that have gone nine innings that have been over three hours. It's incredible. That's it. Um, and and even yesterday's game was a fourteen inning game. So you don't see fourteen innings too much anymore, and it was only three hours and forty nine minutes. But I mean, they had a. On Thursday, they played an hour fifty-five minute game. Friday was two, <laughs> two hours and nine minutes. Um, so these these new rule and 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 one of the three hour games was a fourteen to nine game, and it only went three hours and two minutes. I haven't really heard anybody complain about these new rules. I love it. M- more action, uh, batting averages up, more steals. Uh, games are quicker. There's no more down. And, and, and that's the thing. People are like, oh. They- they're they're changing all this stuff and it's slow and it's speeding it up all that all it's doing is it's taking out downtime that was pointless anyway guys stepping off and readjusting their batting gloves so uh, this is this is keeping I mean I was always focused anyway but uh, this is keeping casual fans more engaged uh, in the action on the field so uh, two thumbs up old uh, Robbie Manfred that it's doesn't happen time, very often yeah only time you're gonna hear that one so. All right, any more baseball talk? If not, I'm going to quiz you a little bit. I have no more baseball. Quiz me, quiz me, quiz me. Can you name me the eight remaining teams left in the NHL playoffs? I saw the uh, Colorado Avalanche got uh, got put out. That's they unfortunate. Did. Lost um, game seven at home. They couldn't defend home ice. I know there's... Uh, the uh, the the Miami team, Florida, but is that the Panthers? Florida Panthers, they have a three zero lead right now against their opponent. Yes, uh, their opponent. Um, I will I will get to that. The only reason why I know that is because again, I follow a bunch of Dolphins writers and they tweet about it. Um, I know there's a uh, uh, can't Canadian team left. Um, at least one. Two um, of them. There's two of them. I want to say, um. I don't know. I could not tell you. Well, the Panthers have a 3-0 lead over the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay. So they're one of the Canadian teams. Maple Leafs, man, we talk about fans who have been through it. They haven't won a cup since 67. Um, and they, they make the playoffs quite often, and they just wow. can't do it. Um, so the Panthers up three games on them. The other series on that side is the Carolina Hurricanes have a 2-1 lead over the Devils. But the Devils scored eight goals last night, so that was pretty yeah. impressive. The Las Vegas Golden Knights are tied to a game apiece with the Edmonton Oilers. So there's your other Canadian team. Ah, Edmonton. That's awesome. And the Seattle Kraken, a new team 
who just knocked off the uh, Avalanche. They have a 2-1 lead on the Dallas Stars. So a lot of teams who haven't been to the Cup in a while, haven't had a Canadian team win it since the Montreal Canadiens in 93. Mm -hmm. So... How many um, years have the Kraken been around? Two? Three? Three, I think. This is their second playoff appearance. I'm telling you, hockey's the one sport where you can see um, expansion franchises get good within two or three years. Yep, it doesn't take long. And it's the most exciting playoffs of the major league as far as unpredictability. Mm -hmm. We see eight seeds win it all. So the LA Kings were an eight seed not too long ago and won it all. So just get hot and anything can happen in a seven game series. So, yep. Yep. Yipper. Um, Have any other thoughts and notes? Uh, My guy, Rick Fowler got a top 15 finish over the weekend. So that put him in the world top 50. For the first time oh, since oh, oh boy. 2021, which is big because that's going to get him in the PGA Championship. Ah. So, so what happens if he falls out of it, though? I think he's done enough of other things to qualify for it. Mm-hmm. He is 23rd right now in the FedEx Cup standing. So while he's not winning anything yet, he's having a pretty darn good season. He's definitely on the right track. He's he's at the very least competitive. Yeah. It's, it's it's been a minute since he's been competitive. Yeah, he's, he's not only just making cuts, which <clears throat> last few years he was fighting just to do that. He's finishing a lot of times in the top 25 of these tournaments. So um, so we'll see. He's not playing this week. but uh, what's, uh, what's changed besides firing his uh, swing coach? That's pretty much it. That's it. So, I mean, the talent's always been there. Um, it's just now something else clicked. And he, he changed putters. He has a long putter now, which is weird. But it's working for him, so yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, you want me to just hit you with this birdie bogey? Yeah, here yeah. I'd like quick. a minute to think about that. So, um, LeBron James is LeBron. currently top five in total points, rebounds, and assists in NBA postseason history. Who was the last player to be top five in all three categories in postseason history? I'm gonna throw out some names. Just so I can be mad at myself when one of them's mm-hmm. right and I don't pick it. Magic Johnson comes to my mind, but I don't know if he scored enough. Um, Oscar Robinson comes to my mind because he's a triple-double machine. Bill Russell comes to my mind because he won a ton of games. He definitely points rebounds right there, but I don't know about assists. Those are kind of the three that come to my mind. It's probably not even one of those three. But um, ah, the assists, oh, man. Yeah, Larry Bird's another one, but I don't know about. Uh, shoot, I'm gonna go Bill Russell. You are incorrect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it any wasn't. of those guys I named? Nope. Okay. Uh, the last player to be top five in all three categories in postseason history was none other than Wilt Chamberlain. I wouldn't guess him for assists. April 15th, 1975, he was in the top five in all three categories. Um, LeBron passed Kareem uh, last night for uh, fifth on the all-time rebounding list. I would have not guessed him for assists. So yeah, He was a great passer back in the day. You look at his stats, and he, he has a decent amount of assists in his career. Oh, shoot. I am now one behind you. Yeah, I've, uh, I've somehow... Uh, in the lead right where I belong. And one thing I want to mention before we get off there is uh happy early Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Mother's Day is coming up on yes. Sunday. So 
Glad you reminded me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man Show. We'll be back at it next Monday with another episode. Have a fantastic week, everybody.